episode 117 of Board Games with Varian Hex is the last in our countdown series to Gen Con, finishing with final prep and hype. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I will be talking about the benefits of getting hype, last minute preparations, and why Gen Con is so important for us locals. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about final preparations and hype for Gen Con 2023. and gentlemen, Gen Con 2023! That was more exciting than I expected. My eyebrows went real wide when it came. It sounded like the, you know, the old Bulls intro. If I'm able to get the music and put it in the background, you're hearing it right now. We're talking about final preparations and hype. We've gone through the entire Gen Con 2023 preview list on Board Game Geek in four episodes. They were long. We've now mm -hmm. had many episodes as a countdown. We went through goals and planning, ticket and scheduling, packing and travel. We're now at final preparations and hype for Gen Con specifically. But we think this advice probably goes for most conventions, probably goes for a fair amount of travel or events that you're preparing for in general. After you've gotten all those other things sorted, you know that you're ready to go. You're just getting those last few things together, getting excited just to be there, take in the energy enjoy the best four days in gaming as an adult mm -hmm. getting excited about stuff like this i think is one of the true joys that you can still experience and i think you you could do it in a lot of ways mm -hmm. uh, we went to the water park recently i've talked about this yeah and i felt like there was a certain amount of that aaron and i had maybe the most fun going down what was effectively a child slide just repeatedly going down and, oh, and trying yes. to do different tricks and stuff like in a way that was like pretty silly and pretty fun for two people that take a lot of things pretty seriously in life mm -hmm. to kind of just shed that for a little bit of time. I mean, be, be respectful, be decent, but like, just let yourself just get into it and enjoy mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And whenever I go to Gen Con, I always take, it's usually on the, on the first day and usually pretty early. I just take a moment and just look around and tell myself how cool this is. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing a story years and years ago, this podcast where, um, these guys are talking about going to one of the early superhero movies mm -hmm. and how nearly in tears, not because the movie's that good, but they go, you know, when we were kids, like we never thought this was the world we were going to be in. Like who would have thought that this is what was going to exist? And I, and I remember that clearly because I'm talking about it. Yeah. 20 years after I heard that podcast episode where it's like, yeah, take a moment, think about how cool this is that we all get to do this thing that we're all into Mm -hmm. And it's so big and it's so epic and it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think that's when you are feeling like that rising excitement of hype, when it's, it's getting closer, everyone, if you do social media, you see an uptick in what everyone's talking about. You also see that, I mean, social media can be defined a lot of ways. That's not only if you're on Twitter, I think they're calling Twitter something different now. Do you know about that? I don't. Uh, okay. Uh, it's we're, a whole thing. We're not getting into it. But if you're <laughs> on those types of social media, you see posts from everyone. Even if you're on the like YouTube or Twitch, something like that, you also see people talking about what they're excited to see at Gen Con. That might be games. It might be the things that they're doing. But you can kind of start watching those. Maybe if you're a little stressed for this reason or that, you're trying to get prepared Maybe you have some anxiety around being around a whole lot of people where you're excited to go, but like that's coming with a fair amount of stress. You might be 
a little nervous about whatever is going to take place there. Letting yourself get into some of the hype and feed off of some of that excitement and energy might help decrease your stress as well. Honestly, the hype is still fun when you're virtually attending and not going. There can be like a bit of FOMO there for sure. But mm -hmm. there were many years that I didn't go. It was downtown. I, I Now it seems like silly that at least one of those, maybe not every year, but I definitely could have went and I just never kind of did it. But just seeing the excitement around it, building energy around an event, I think that's what people like about sports. Oh, I think that's hmm. in there. I'm not into it, but you can just feel like the energy of everyone around you and to feel that many people all focused in on one thing is still powerful. And that's where I say, if you're local and you go downtown anyway, if you maybe didn't get full passes to every day, but you can still be downtown for part of a day where you didn't have a pass, it's still fun to be down there around the energy, around the hype. And in taking those in, you can also kind of see what are people excited about? There are some things, we went through that whole list, that have a whole lot of buzz leading up to it. And I think it's interesting to see what happens. You hear that buzz, you kind of rank, you're kind of getting this ranking of what people are most excited about. But that's a lot of times before they've ever played it. It's interesting to right. see how from before to after, once everyone gets their hands on it, how good was it actually? There was a story being told on one of the things I watched. There was one year where everyone was so excited about this game. And you just had to get it. You had to get it. You had to get it. And that game was Seafall, which was a campaign game, which once people started playing it, nobody liked it. Like, oh. I mean, somebody, I'm sure somebody liked it. But generally speaking, right. there was all Six this hype for it. it. Right. There was all this Gosh. hype for it. And then it absolutely fell off a ledge when people actually started playing it. So I think it's kind of fun to indulge in that hype while it's happening. And it's also nice then when you have indulged in it, it's interesting to see how it disperses. Does it does it get high and keep getting higher or does it get high and then sort of fall off? So I think that's a fun thing about otherwise I'm not someone who's really into gossip and finding out what everybody's talking about. But there's certainly that sense around the convention itself, the way that social media works now. You can just see what that is too, what everyone's talking mm -hmm. about, where things just kind of move through the crowd because so many people are interacting with so many other people that you start to certain themes, certain topics kind of rise to the top. A hundred percent. And you know, I will talk to anyone constantly and everyone. <laughs> so like, I'm the yeah. person that will walk to the hall and be like, how is that? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, I'm not going to sit and stop and talk to them, but like, yeah, I am going to find out their thoughts on whatever it is in a four second time period. and maximize that hype mm -hmm. like i do that on anything i can we're like i want people to be excited i want to be excited on that kind of stuff so if you're if you're wired that way which not everyone is and certainly don't do it if you're not that kind of person but like yeah, yeah like feed, feed into the awesomeness if you can yeah and i think it's people like that people like you who are helping it to spread through one of the things i already noticed like i we're not really in the final preparations uh stage us in real time right now we're recording this ahead but someone was going through their list and talking about, oh, what they were already looking forward to. And one of the games they said like, oh, well, actually, I looked more into it and I found out that like it's not what I thought at all. So there's already some things that like had some hype in our uh, coming back down. So I think yeah. that's interesting. It's going to because if you're interested in this hobby, 
even if you can't go to Gen Con, it can be kind of hard that everything turns into Gen Con. Like that can be a little annoying, but yeah. it is where a lot of new information it's like a turning point for a lot of things. So a lot of things lead up to it and they don't all take the same path back out. And that's fun being in the moment with that as everything's kind of converging at Gen Con. For sure. I think a lot of the hype for me, there's a, there's a sprinkle of appreciation. Maybe that's coming from a more local mindset. Mm -hmm. But how cool is it that all these people come to a city in Indiana yeah. Which, you know, like from around the world. Yeah. To do this really cool thing. And so I think when you meet people, I do feel certain sense of like, thank you for coming out here. Yes. Thanks for making the trip. Oh, absolutely. Like, you're not probably coming here for any other reason. And that's true of the people that are working the venue. That's true of the artists that make the work um, mm -hmm. for the games we see, mm -hmm. you know, that add all that value for the designers, for all these things. Like, I think a lot of the hype hopefully at least for me is rooted in just so much appreciation to be able to like live in this super cool subculture yeah i love that everyone comes here there was some like backlash because uh, local government you know mm -hmm. they make choices they aren't always the most accepting and friendly choices either and in indianapolis specifically even though it's not necessarily represented across our whole state there's lots of affirming messages that you'll see downtown for sure. It seems that the more you get people together, the more likely they are to come to understand one another and not want to work against one another. And I think that's one of the things you see in board games a lot because you do have to come to the table and agree upon the same rules. And that's, that, that's the stakes for having fun. And you understand that that's not something that keeps you from having fun or keeps you from your goals is coming to the table and agreeing upon something. I really like that Gen Con comes here. There was again, some talk about or some backlash pushing them into another city, but it's because maybe things like that happen. Like that's why we need these conventions. That's why it's so great to get these influx of different people here because if they, if we all keep, I know I talked about this in our last Gen Con, review episode because it was kind of happening then this was at the end of gen con 2022 we can't all keep going to our separate corners with only the people that believe exactly what we do and i think that board gaming doesn't do that as a whole it doesn't like it is more about all coming together so i really appreciate everyone coming into my city there's you know we have a, a pretty well-known race that a lot of people come for as well Gen Con is a big thing that people come for to and do come from all over the world. So I would be, it wouldn't be that big of a deal if I had to travel somewhere else to go to Gen Con. But from a hometown perspective, it would be a huge loss to yeah. not have Gen Con come and just take over our downtown and expose people here to different people. Like it's on the new, it's, everyone here is aware that it's a thing they don't necessarily understand it but it is pretty well covered that it's a thing um we have other conventions that come through none of them are like gen con so i hope that we are able to secure it i know from a business perspective it also makes a lot of money for downtown we already mentioned that the hotel prices get a little ridiculous i don't think the other prices luckily get ridiculous along with that like i think the other food prices don't suddenly spike up 
all of the other prices, to my knowledge, don't inherently spike up just because Gen Con is here. And I know it's a huge deal. I know there were uh, shops downtown, a lot of things closed during the pandemic, but some of them rely so much on Gen Con because of how much it brings in. You'd be surprised how long, how long the reach of that is into the rest yeah. of the year for certain businesses and certain things here. Yeah. And so if you're a person coming to, you know, the the capital of Indiana, you know, it, it is appreciated. And the people around there, it, it has such a hugely positive impact. Mm -hmm. So as you're traveling in, as you're thinking about all this stuff, I mean, take a minute and say, like, you know, that's awesome that you are having such a positive effect yeah. on, on so many people. You are just by coming and doing this thing that you want to do. So thank you. Right. And the individuals that you're impacting because it's, it is very easy to get lost in the bigger picture of what a given state seems to be doing. That's not the same as the individuals in that state. That's even more so not the same as the individuals in maybe a city. Maybe that city is Indianapolis. Now, we're going to put that more serious stuff aside. Yeah. We've talked about packing before, but we're going to talk about what goes in your con bag. So as you're actually day-to-day -day walking through the convention, what is it that you keep on your person? I think a lot of people have something specific that they know they're carrying. Maybe it's a backpack, maybe it's a messenger bag, maybe it has pins of all the places and things that they've done. You know, the idea of a bag of holding that becomes kind of your touch base as you are getting everything else done. In right. ours last year, I it's, it's at the same time as back to school, Gen Con. So there's lots of school people have the same concerns as people at a con for the most part of, I'm going to have a lot of accessories. I'm going to be moving around a lot. I'm going to need convenient ways to hold them all. I'm going to be maybe sitting at tables for a while and then have to pack everything away, go to the next thing. Like there's some similarities there. We got these little metal, like I think they're meant to be maybe pencil boxes. I don't remember what they had on them. We covered them with stickers. And those were like hard cases to keep snacks in so we did like packaged snacks gum things like that that we could put in these bags and then put in our backpack which kind of kept them from getting smushed or weird i think that's mm -hmm. that can easily happen as you're jamming different things in there because if you just find yourself stuck in a way that you didn't expect something runs over you try to go get food but the line's too long and you can't get anything yeah. before you need to be at the next thing that you don't want to miss that's kind of how we did that and we stacked that up every day before we would head out last year we stayed downtown but it was enough on the other side of downtown and we had a car that we just drove our car so this year we're like well that's right. silly it takes a while to drive across downtown at the beginning of gen con and everything like that we don't live that far from downtown and we're like okay so for five more minutes we probably could just drive directly into the convention so we won't be doing that this time but i think we will still pack all of our stuff in that sense in our bag and in our car you just need to kind of know what the thing is you want to have at hand and especially yeah. when it's something that's not going to be wasted by you having extra of it left over there's no reason there's no reason not to just grab and take it yeah and now this is specific to me but i think it may apply to some people mm -hmm. uh I, i'm a i'm a backpack wear by nature mm -hmm. that's true for work that's true for non-work like that's typically the vessel i'm using on things um my Gen Con experience, um, 
yeah, I'll do the events and stuff, but I, I'm super into meeting the artists. And, mm. and so for me, I will organize either a binder of cards or whatever okay. it is in a way. So like, I'm not wasting their time. I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting people in lines time. Because I'll tell you, you see that person fumbling through stuff. We have to all love each other. Mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. it's do. tough sometimes. Yes. When you see them like, hang on a second, just looking through thousands of cards or whatever to try to find the one. So um, I try to be really organized that way. So if you do are going to do things like mm-hmm. that, oh, hey, so-and-so is going to be there, or hey, this designer is going to be there. I want them to sign my game or whatever it is. Like, have that all kind of lined out. So it's right here. Thank you so much. And then, honestly, you kind of get to talk to them usually for a few minutes. Oh, if, right. And that's what I like. I, I don't really actually care. I usually have them sign something because that's what you do there. But, like, I don't actually care about that. You mm-hmm. know, they're not celebrities. They're just people. But I like that moment of being able to say, hey, this thing that I look at for hundreds of hours a year sometimes, mm-hmm. you you made that thing. And that's really cool. And I like what you do and what this is. And, like, it gives that opportunity there. So I think the more efficient you are with planning your bag, of like, oh, I'm going to have this, and then this, and this is right here, gives you more of those human moments. And that's what we're really there for. Right. Instead of trying to always be digging and finding what you're looking for, trying to have it at hand, kind of knowing, is there things you need to grab quick and what kind of things can be buried down at the bottom that you don't need to grab? Speaking about having people sign things, I've never done that, but I did see people who had like a deck of cards, and I think they were cards for a game. But I thought Mm -hmm. you could have just literally something like a deck of cards where you have people sign it people that you meet it might just be people you play a game with and you want to remember it might be like a content creator or a designer or a uh whoever that you want to collect and then you might have something that's easy to carry around something small easy to carry around but also will be this collection of all of your memories from the con yeah, I knew uh, a person that this is a, a Magic the Gathering thing, which I know is big at Gen Con as well. We don't usually focus on that as mm-hmm. much, but like they had a playmat that was just a blank, solid color playmat. And they had oh. a marker, and anyone that beat them signed the playmat on that. So they That's ended up with cool. this like, they call it like the humility playmat or something like that, where, but it was this kind of cool experience for them that if you won, you got to sign this thing. And, and so, like, yeah, just have fun with it. But then yeah. again, you need to have like a playmat, have a marker with you. I'd recommend a marker and a pen. If yeah, you're going to do this kind couple, of stuff as well, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, don't just take the one marker and assume that's going to be fine. If you are into aesthetics that you want it all to be the same marker as well, take extras. I know, um, I think that was last year that Ruel Gaviola, he runs Tabletop Tonight. He does lots of different things in the industry and he has lots of meetings, but also is meeting people from his community, what have you. And he did a yearbook where he just took a notebook And then he would just give it to people and let them write or sign or put stickers or whatever in it. And then on the way, he was trying to not read any of it until he traveled back home. And then on the way back home, he went through the pages and and read what everybody said. Oh, that stuff is the coolest. Like, those are the things I'm on board for all of that. So, yeah, think about if there's something... And maybe this is back to the planning. Uh-oh, we're going backwards. But like, if there's something you want to <laughs> yeah. do like that, or there's something that matters to you that you want other people, you want this experience to enhance, like do that. Right. Why not? Right. And as you say, it goes back to the planning. It's not the same as remembering your phone wallet keys. No. No. Certainly not. That's If it's, if it's phone wallet keys or thing to have signed, 
Right. You know, uh, you 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 know which one to pick there. But one I, will get you on a plane. One won't. We'll say that. <laughs> right. So. Your tickets that you need to have. You need your badge for Gen Con. I believe if you lose the Gen Con specific things, I think you can usually get those sorted out there at the convention. Some people even pick them up at the convention. We had ours mailed to us. But yeah, I think that does fit into final preparations because you do want your regular things to be in order. But then right. having those things in order allows you to get into gossip, find fun ideas, think of things like that where, oh, you know what? This designer is going to be there. This artist is going to be there. I can, because maybe you don't have this, the card you'd want autographed most. Maybe you want to go get that. So this final preparation time could be last little things you want to run out and get. But yeah, when you have all your other preparations well in order, it does give you a little time to do things like this without sacrificing your ability to get home because, oh, correct, phone right. rock piece. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. Thank you so much for listening to episode 117. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, X, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. If all went according to plan, this is releasing right before Gen Con starts, so be sure to check us out on the platform of your choice to see what we're up to at the con. And of course, after we get back and things settle down a bit, we'll be recording our reflections and experiences at Gen Con 2023. That will probably be the next episode, but who knows? But if you're listening to these in reverse, you have 116 more episodes headed your way. It's a lot of Gen Con coverage, I'm not going to lie to you. We'll soon be going back to just talking about board games, not specifically board games at Gen Con. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Bye.